Mackling, McGarry, and McNabb heads up this Thursday at 5 p.m., a one-hour network special called Canada and COVID one year later. While we may feel like we've weathered this pandemic, many of our experiences are shared. We'll hear from talk hosts from across the Chorus Radio Network, including... Our very own Loren McNabb. Look at that, Loren. Yeah, and I'll be talking a bit about just that experience being at home and some of the questions and concerns we've had for my kids. And as you're saying this, my youngest is whispering beside me, can I say hello? <laughs> <laughs> which, which she's never once asked in a whole year of working from home. And just as you started talking, oh, there's this kid by my shoulder. Hey. <laughs> what? What? Get out of here. Dog's down here. Kids are down down here. What's going on? So there's been some fun, right? Being at home with the kids. But of course, there's been all sorts of stress. And so we'll chat about that on that special Thursday at 5 p.m. Brett. Feed oh. your children, Loren. Come on. <laughs> Feed them? Feed them, yes. They've already had homemade pancakes, which, trust me, doesn't also only happens here once a year. Maybe that's why. Did you make the pancakes? Oh, I sure did. I whipped those up at the 820 commercial break. you got to be kidding me. Nope. You're a I'm magician. Just to, I'm just trying to sound like mom of the year here, and then I'm going to drop the mic and call it a day. Well, maybe what you need to do is place an order with our next guest and then mm. just say that you were behind this because, as we mentioned, we mentioned it about an hour ago, but if you're just tuning in, yesterday, in walks Gabrielle Marchand. Just after 10 o'clock, Gabby, of course, is the host of Global News Morning, weekdays 6 until 9 on Global Winnipeg. And she says, hey, I've got treats. So I say, what? She's got three boxes with her. She plops them all down in front of me. And in one box is uh, an assortment of delightful looking, I guess, sugar cookies or perhaps shortbread. We'll have to get clarification on that in a moment. They look like bunny rabbits. And then there were some macarons or les macarons. And then there were really cute cupcakes that had little birdies on them, Greg. And despite of how cute it was, I had no problem devouring it instantaneously. So I had the same interaction with the same Gabrielle Marchand about five minutes before you did, and you posted the pictures of your treats. Uh, mine didn't make it far enough uh, outside <laughs> of uh, the, this room for me to even think about taking a picture of these uh, tasty delights, and you picked the exact same three <laughs> treats as I did, which I found mind-blowing. And, Lorend, I have to tell you, I mentioned it earlier, but the lemon icing as part of this cupcake with the with the chick on it, with the baby chicken, was the best icing I've ever tasted in my lifetime. It was absolutely exquisite. You know, I miss working with you guys for a lot of reasons, but the food <laughs> would be pretty high on the list. So I'm sorry I missed out, but I'm so pleased to welcome on our show now Emily Marshall, a.k.a. Sweet Treats by Emily. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. So how old were you when you first learned to bake? Um, I've loved baking ever since I was little, and I always did it with my Nana growing up. So probably since I was like four or five, I've been baking. And sorry, how old are you now, Emily? I'm 15. 15. That's a decade of experience. So when, when did you decide to turn this into a business? Uh, so during the COVID pandemic, I spent almost every single day during lockdown baking and trying new recipes. Um, and then eventually last June, I had the idea to turn it into a business and go to different farmers markets in the area and sell there. So, yeah. 
Well, I have to commend you on your business acumen, Emily, because A, I love the name. B, the way you package your treats is absolutely fantastic. It looks like they come from a supermarket, and I mean that in the good way, not in the bad way, because they do not taste like they come from a supermarket. So outside of, you mentioned farmer's markets, obviously those are fewer and further between at this time of the year. How else are you selling your treats? Um, so I also uh, take orders, and people can place an order, and they're normally ready within a few weeks. So I do a bunch of different treats, like cakes, cupcakes, macarons, cookies, all sorts of different designs and everything like that. And how hard is it to carve out uh, a piece of the pie in this particular field? Because there are a lot of people doing this, you know, baking and, and marketing themselves on social media for a little side hustle. Yeah, so I've really tried to come up with uh, different things that I don't think as many people are doing. Um, Obviously, mastering the French macaron was a big accomplishment, and it's a very popular treat with lots of people. So it was really just finding these different things that aren't as common um, to bake so that I can... Uh, find more customers and reach more people in that sense. Okay, I got to jump in here. I, I know. know I, was, I my... wasn't going to say it, Greg. <laughs> I was like, this question has to go to Greg, I think. I'm dying to know because, Emily, after I had that cupcake with the with the icing on it, the chick icing, it's lemon icing, and I sent a text to Brett. I go, that is the most delicious icing I've ever tried. What Can you tell us what the secret ingredient is? What can you share? Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Um anything you can share? Is it um do you use a certain tool? Do you use a little bit less sugar than your like come on, you got to yeah. give you got to give me something <laughs> real lemon perhaps? Um so I use different extracts in um my baking. And with uh, buttercream, it's just a very simple buttercream. I make it in my KitchenAid stand mixer. It's really easy. But it's really important to beat the butter, like, for a minimum of five minutes before you even start adding the different ingredients in because it helps to make it a nice fluffy texture, which is, like, a super nice texture in your mouth, and it just... Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> now, I don't want to ruin this for you, but is baking more of a science than, say, cooking? Because I've had this discussion. I like to cook because I can sort of add what I want on the fly and I can taste it as I go, where baking is very finicky. If you don't, if you skip any of the steps or even mess with them a little bit, you could be in real trouble. Yeah, I totally agree. With baking, it's definitely a precise measurement for each of the uh, ingredients. Um, Like I use a measuring scale to uh, get all the ingredients to the right amount of grams to put into the the baking, just to make sure that everything is correct every single time. Where do you go to school, Emily? I'm curious if you're a hit at recess, if you bring (laughs) out any of your treats. Um, I go to Rivery's Collegiate. Oh, you're in the neighborhood. This is getting better. (laughs) (laughs) So aside from baking, how have you held up over the last year? Um, It's been good. I've had to really work with my time management between my school and my business um, and really just trying to keep myself 
calm and relaxed during these hard times with COVID. You know, obviously being stuck at home, I had to work with that and see how I could find different ways to still keep myself mentally active and physically active. So it's it's been um, a good adventure. You're an only child, are you, Emily? <laughs> Pardon? Are you an only child? No, I have three other siblings. And are are they interested in in this in this venture with you? Are they are they begging to get in on this? Not really. None of them are really bakers. Okay, <laughs> well, that's to, good. Begging to eat it, I'm guessing. They might eat your <laughs> yeah. stuff. Taste testers. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to share the profits anyway. Keep keep them out. That's <laughs> don't miss don't mix family and business. That's a good acumen. So Sweet Treats by Emily. That's uh, So I found you on Instagram. Do you, do you have any uh, online presence anywhere else? Um, so I have my Instagram page, which is sweet.treats by Emily. And then I also have a Facebook page, which is Sweet Treats by Emily. And on there, I often post all my different baking creations and, you know, where you can find me at different markets and uh, stuff like that. Oh, the cookies. What kind of cookies were those? Those were sugar cookies. Just good old plain fashioned sugar cookies. They were so good. Yep. They were so so good. I I don't think I've ever eaten like when I saw that I had three little treats in front of me. I thought, hmm, this is this will take me about five minutes to enjoy. It, it was it was more like thirty seconds. Uh, I was very much like a Dyson vacuum eating that food because that's how good it was. So Emily, uh, congratulations on your success so far, and uh, can't wait to try some more stuff. Thank you so much. Brett, are you looking at our text line right now? Loren, are you looking at it? One of our listeners, right now, one of our listeners has sent in a picture. This is the cake that Emily baked for my daughter's husband for his birthday. It looks like a four later, four layer. Is it a red velvet cake? Possibly, Emily. Do you do that? Yes. Yeah, I do oh. do red velvet cake. Mm. Oh, Going to give Salisbury House like a running for, for run for their money. This is a high cake. And it's not four feet high, but that was like a foot high. <laughs> yeah, I've never understood. I, I don't like these massively high cakes. Is it is that hard to do to to get them to? I mean, I, I I've never baked a cake, so I have no idea what goes into it. But they're so artistic. How do you do it in a way where it looks so pretty? Um, so, well, first you have to uh, stack the cake layers, and I would say that's probably one of the hardest parts about making a cake because you have to make sure it's not leaning to either side, and you have to make sure the top's level, and you there's a bunch of different things that go into that base of the cake. But after you have the base done, it's quite easy to just um, decorate the cake after that because it's all secured more science, more math. Are you good in both yeah. those subjects, Emily? I'd like to think so. Well, good, good, good. <laughs> well, it's been a delight to meet you over the telephone. Uh, when this pandemic is over, you'll have to grace us with your pre- presence here at the studio. Would you be willing to come and say hi to us one of these days? Yes, absolutely. And it, that has nothing to do with the fact that we just want more of uh, your the cupcakes. Nothing at all. It does for me. It does for me. I missed out. Although we've had about five or six texts, Emily, from people saying, what a lovely teenager. So that's a credit to you and to a small business you started. Thank you for this. Thank you so much. Emily Marshall, a.k.a. Sweet Treats by Emily, joining us live on 680 CJOB.